Hello and welcome to this video. Today we have the great privilege to have Parry Chan back onto the channel to talk about life at the University of Waterloo. Parry Chan is a second year student studying mechanical engineering and we, we're very happy to have him to share his experience. So Parry, how are you? I'm good, Joss. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. So today we're going to, like the last interview, start off with some quick fire questions. These are some one to three word answers to some interesting questions to help the audience know a bit more about you and also about life at uni. So to get started off, where did you come from? Um, I come from Hong Kong. Is the workload at the University of Waterloo tiring? Yes. Do you have time to do ECAs at the University of Waterloo? Yes, I do. How many ECAs do you do? Two. Did you find it difficult to settle into university? Slightly. When do you normally go to bed? 12 a.m. When do you normally wake up? Eight. So what are three words you can use to describe life at the University of Waterloo? I would say it's uh, rigorous, tiring and meaningful. So, so thank you for some of those answers. It's a very interesting kind of insight into what it is like to live and study at the University of Waterloo. So let's get started off with some longer questions and start off with why did you decide to apply overseas when you grew up and studied in Hong Kong? The reason why I um, decided to apply overseas is because as I'm doing engineering, um, the opportunities of engineering they are in Canada and US is a lot more than what you have in Hong Kong. Um, so for for example, just the Silicon Valley itself, um, there are so many jobs for engineering. Um, so studying in Hong Kong won't give you a good exposure for engineering. So that's a very interesting reason for why you applied to the university in Canada. Perhaps developing upon that a bit more, you've described your, your experience of transitioning to university life as a bit challenging. So what were some of these challenges and how did you overcome them when you were moving to Canada? So I think it was challenging because a lot of my friends are in the UK studying um, and I'm kind of the only one who studying at Waterloo right now. Um, even though I have four or five friends at in Toronto, it's still like a two hour drive. So I, I feel like when I just moved in, I didn't really know anyone else in the university. So I really had to get out of my comfort zone and like actually talk to people to make friends, um, which was never something that I would never do in high school because I was able to have friends and really nice people around me and over the time we get close gradually, but it's not the case in university because you have to actually go out and speak to people. And that was a challenge for me. I think that's a very important thing to keep in mind when you're thinking about going to university because you are going to sometimes go to university where you don't know anyone there and opening up to people, reaching out to people is a very important thing to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Now, developing from that, going to the University of Waterloo must be a very exciting and a different experience changing from Hong Kong. So what were some of the ways in which you were surprised positively by the University of Waterloo? Um... The first thing would be that people are really creative and develop ideas. Um, so even though they get really good grades, they're not like nerds. So I would say when, when it comes to like projects, they will actually contribute and, and really focus on those projects and gives up some really good ideas. So this is, this is one thing that surprised me. Um, another thing that surprised me was that 
the workload was actually um, quite quite a lot. Um, in a, in a good way, you can say that. Well, I'm getting my money's worth, right? So I, I have a lot of tutoring. I have a lot of lectures. I have a lot of labs. So the school has a lot of resource for you. Brilliant. Now on the other side, I'm sure university isn't always sunshines and rainbows. So on the other side, what were perhaps some of the things which surprised you in a negative way, or at least kind of was not as easy fitting in to the University of Waterloo? Yeah. So remember just now I was talking about how um, this the we have a lot of classes. We have、mm -hmm. um, so many like hours in school normally in school terms. So one of the bad things that I find about this is our classes are like nine to four thirty for Monday to Thursday, and maybe for Fridays you get like maybe three or four hours of lectures.、Um, so I think that schedule is really really hard for students because on top of those lesson times, you still have to work on your personal projects for. To showcase for your、um, for you to apply to internships, and also you have to study for your quiz and stuff that you have every week. So I think with such a long lecture, like such a long school time,、um, added with your the the studying time you have, and also time you spend on your personal projects and everything, you really have no break time. So I think that's that's something negative about the course. Um, and also, not really about my course in general, but Canada is quite cold, so it gets、mm. uh, it gets quite hard in the winter. Yeah, no,、uh, that that I, I can imagine that. Yeah, yeah. But、um, one good thing is that our campus is very, it's 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 big, but at the same time there are like bridges and tunnels everywhere. So once you get to the campus, everything's like there's heat everywhere, and it, it everything feels warm. So. That's good. That's good. No, I mean, I have to say the same thing is over here. I mean, apart from the fact it rains all the time, it's absolutely freezing sometimes. So it's really chilly. But I mean, apart from that,、um, we've talked a bit about your your course and and a bit about your internships. And I mean, one thing I'm very impressed by Parry is that every time I text him or say what you're what you're up to these days, he's always telling me he's doing one internship here in Hong Kong or internship somewhere else. So perhaps someone who might not be very used to. This kind of the integration of loads of internships into someone's someone's university life. Can you tell us a bit more about how your time at university is kind of structured with in relation to those internships, and also how someone might expect going around your years in university? The outline of my course is that I will be alternating between school terms and well work terms, and because of this,、um, our degree is five years, which is one year longer than a normal Canadian or American degree. Um, so basically, how it works is that I'll be alternating、um, like that、um, for four years and nine months, and I have no summer holiday. So I'll be working. I'll be、um, studying for four months, working for four months,、um, studying for four months, and so on.、Um, so the all these internship periods, they all receive credits from the university. And、um, the university has a job board where a lot of companies go there and employ the students, and we can also apply externally. So for our job board, it's it's actually really good because 
um, the like tech giants like Apple, um, Tesla, they would go to our uh, job board and employer and and find students to employ for internships. And if you want to do like maybe like finance, they we have like Bank of America, um, J.P. Morgan and stuff. So it's it's pretty good that um, we have this platform for us to look for jobs for our internship periods. Um, so yeah, this is Alama course. So for our first year, we'll be doing some general engineering stuff, um, having reinforced knowledge in maths and physics and chemistry. Um, and then for second year and beyond, we'll be doing things that focus in, in my case, mechanical engineering, but we can also um, do engineering options. For example, for, for us, I think there's um, an AI option that we can take for our degree. Mm. That seems like a very interesting uh, presentation. Now, perhaps moving on from the outline of your course, you've talked about your wor workload being quite tiring and exhausting. Can you tell us a bit more about uh, your workload as a second year at the University of Waterloo? Yeah, so um, in Waterloo, we have lectures, tutorials, and labs. So for some courses, we have um, tutorial all the time and um, so the workload is really quite tough because I remember in my first term, we already had math quizzes like every Monday. So um, everything is just really rigorous, really fast paced. They, they teach really quickly. At the same time, I would say the professors are, they really know their stuff. So, um, so we're getting a lot of information. Um, so it's really hard to catch up if you're missing lectures. So I would say the workload is really quite hard, yeah. Mm, so developing upon that a bit, can you tell us a bit more about what a normal day in the life is like for you? So how many lectures, how many tutorials, or how many kind of labs do you have in a normal day? Um, so a normal day starts, we, we start at 9 a.m. Um, we normally, for last term, we normally had lectures from 9 a.m. to 12. And let's say and we have uh, one hour lunchtime. And then afterwards, maybe like 12 to 1 would be one tutorial. And 1 to 2 would be another tutorial. And then we end the day with labs. That would be like a normal day for, for us last term. Um, so yeah, so normally they would have a lot of tutorials to just reinforce your knowledge and everything. So mm. that's, that's what normally looks like. Mm. So what does a tutorial look like? Um, in, in Oxford, tutorials are known for being like a one-to-two or a one-to-one -one ses session with uh, a professor or an academic. For you at Waterloo, what does a tutorial look like? So it's totally not like that. Maybe it's like we have, we have TAs who would hold tutorial sessions for us, and then we have to go over this worksheet um, with them. And so it's like, a bunch of questions that we have to do in the tutorial session. Um, depends on how some TAs do it. Um, some TAs would um, give you these worksheets and then you have to hand it to them and then they grade it and then it counts towards your, your finals grades. Um, some TAs would let you do it and then they would go on the whiteboard and explain everything. Um, and then we can just do it at the same time after, after um, at the, last five or 10 minutes of the session, 
so everyone can have a have a try themselves and if they don't understand it they'll go through it with you hmm. that's a very interesting uh, approach to what tutorials are like now if you've been enjoying this interview so far and want more interviews with students at top universities around the world and want to learn about how life is like and how to get into these universities and make sure to like and subscribe and stay tuned and let me know in the comments below what type of these interviews do you want also a quick note for me if you are applying to the uk and the us make sure you go check out our books the ucas bible and the us college guide these two books are good guides to getting you into that us and uk application process they're accessible in the pdf a kindle and also paperback versions if you want to check them out, link will be in the description below. So we've talked a bit about your internships. Let's carry on and talk more about your your labs. What is a normal lab session like at the University of Waterloo? So the a normal lab session will be to it, it relates to the lectures you have. So for example, um, for last term I had a materials science course, and for our lectures out of it, we'll be taught some really technical stuff like the calculations behind material science and everything um and for the lab version we'll be doing practical testing for example like tensile tests hardness tests to use practical knowledge um and in combination with the technical knowledge we have to um to find out the different properties of a material and same thing applies to my other course called electrical engineering um last term um so for the lecture side of it we'll be taught about um the calculations we need for um different electrical applications and for the labs then we'll be um assigned tasks to maybe like design a circuit um and build it and run different calculations to make sure that the values are uh accurate so yeah so it's a it's a mixture of practical and theoretical. Brilliant. That it sounds like a very helpful tool. Now, one of the core elements of your mechanical engineering course seems to be the, the amount of internships you do. Can you tell us a bit more about kind of your internships opportunities that's had and how that's been helpful to your uh, university knowledge and your university learning? Okay. So I'm currently in my second internship right now. Um, so for the first one, I worked in a tech company in Hong Kong at Hong Kong Science Park, and I was um, designing a device for their project at the Hong Kong airport. So I was like define, designing a tracking device for the electrical vehicles at the airport tarmac. So, so if you see all those cars running around carrying luggage um, and at the, at the tarmac of the airport, then um, the chances are that um, I designed a tracking device for those vehicles. So for the second internship that I'm currently in, I'm working in Canada as uh, a validation engineer at an automotive manufacturer. So what I do is that I'll be, I'm currently doing testing. So I'm testing that their, their products can be used in real life. So I, I carry out like different tests and different analysis on the product to make sure that their parts can be used in a real car. Um, and also I'm doing R&D stuff where I'm making prototypes for new products. Um, one thing really special about the internship I'm doing is that the company makes parts for a lot of EVs. So right now they're making uh, components for Rivian, 
and they're talking to Lucid right now. So having these really cool um, projects allow me to um, expand my network and allow me to um, just gain practical experience. For the last question, let's talk a bit more about societies. What are some societies that you have joined in the University of Waterloo? So I'm currently um, in the University of Waterloo Formula Electric. So I'm in this design team where they we make a student formula car that's run on electricity. And we would go and compete with schools in North America. So recently I went to Pittsburgh in the US with my team for a competition and we came third in, um, in the um, I would say in North America for that competition. Um, and I'll be doing a lot of engineering related work. I'll be designing parts of the car. I, I can manufacture different parts of the car. Um, these are really important for you to look for internships because the recruiters can see that, oh, you actually have real life engineering experience. You're not just a nerd. Um, so if you if a university has a design team, I really recommend you to join it because um, these are really good engineering experience. And also you get to go to competitions around the world and you can connect. And, and oftentimes at those competitions, they have recruiters there um, um, to talk to students. So it's, it's a really good networking event as well. Mm. Brilliant. Thank you very much for coming onto the channel. I'm sure the students who are watching this and are interested in applying or studying at the University of Waterloo for mechanical engineering would find this video very helpful. Thank you for watching once again. If you enjoy this video, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you want more videos like that, then make sure to let me know in the comments below who do you want to see. Also, if you are applying to the UK and the US, check out our US College Guide and the UCAS Bible for quick and concise informations about how to apply to top universities from students who have gone and done it themselves. Stay safe, see you soon, thank you for watching, and I'll see you next video.